Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Sometimes, no matter how hard we pray, it can look like our request is not going to be granted. But delay and denial are not the same thing. And in this episode, I'm telling you a story about the Christmas it looked like my request had been denied. But God. And I'm giving an assignment at the end of the episode, so be ready to do some creative thinking. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, sister mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my dear friend. Thank you for stopping by and spending time with me today. I am currently wrapped in one of my favorite cozy sweaters as I create this episode for you. And I hope that you are sipping something warm and staying cozy today as well. In our visit this time, I want to talk to you about defying the impossible. Jesus is the God of the possible, taking what seems to be a lost cause and making it happen, sometimes when you least expect it. But there is a road to get there that can make you feel defeated and isolated. I know because I've been there, not only with my formerly estranged daughter, but I also have traveled a rocky road with my youngest son. And I want to tell you a story today about a Christmas when I was without any of my family and it looked like my Christmas wish had been denied. Not only with my formerly estranged daughter, but I also have traveled a rocky road with my youngest son. And I want to tell you a story today about a Christmas when I was without any of my family, and it looked like my Christmas wish had been denied. But first, I want to assure you that if you're feeling alone, defeated, or like you don't know the way forward, you're actually not alone. I can help you. I am a God-led certified estrangement coach who has been there. I've navigated estrangement and reconciliation. I know exactly what it's like to question yourself as a mom, feeling like you must be some kind of monster to have had your child walk out on you. I know the pain, the shame, and the anger. But I also know the path to victory and healing. And if you are tired of trying to figure this out on your own, let's talk and see if estrangement coaching is a good fit for you. Go to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash 
schedule and get your name on that list for a free consultation call so that you and I can talk about how coaching can help you feel better and increase your chance of getting your child back. It's a phone call that can literally change your life. The link for that will also be in the notes for this episode in case you didn't catch it when I said it. Okay, so settle in, friend, and let me tell you a story. There was a situation some years ago when my youngest son moved in with a family member. He and I were going through a very difficult time, and we could barely speak without arguing. At that time, my daughter had just estranged from me, and shortly before that, my mom died in my arms because of her battle with cancer. I was feeling very down and very defeated. How had I arrived at this place of feeling so unwanted, isolated, and as if I had miserably failed at being a mother? I had never in my life spent a Christmas alone with no family. My home felt empty and the silence was loud. I love Christmas and yet I was not looking forward to being by myself on that day. I missed my children, and I longed for the times of preparing big family meals in a house full of conversations and activity, a house that I had thought was full of love, though it seemed that my youngest two children may have disagreed with that assessment. On top of that, I did not even have a Christmas tree. We had moved and left our former tree behind, and I had not replaced the Christmas tree yet. I wasn't making a lot of money at the time, and I decided not to spend what little I had on a Christmas tree for just myself. Yet, there was a chance that my son would come home for Christmas. Maybe he would, but it didn't seem likely. I bought him a gift, and I wrapped it, and I hoped that he would indeed come home for Christmas, even if for just a visit. It would be nice to see him, if only. As the days passed, bringing me closer to Christmas Day, Something stirred inside my soul. I was very new at working on my thoughts, and I was learning to lean into Jesus more fully for every aspect of my life. But something was stirring. And one day I decided I would make a Christmas tree because I believed my son would come home. I went outside and gathered some branches from the bushes at the edge of my porch. It was a bit of a wrestling match between the bushes and me, But I got what I needed, and I brought the branches inside. I placed them in an arrangement of a tree, and I used twine to bind them together. I used some string lights that I already had, the kind on the thin copper wire, and I bent them around and decorated the branches. And then I poured some rice into a farmhouse-style galvanized steel pitcher, and I used that similarly to a tree stand, and I stuck the tree down in it, and it held it in place, and it actually looked pretty good. Great, I thought, when my son comes home for Christmas, we will have a tree. But Christmas Day came, and my son did not come home, not even for a visit. His Christmas gift sat by the little tree, unopened. I felt defeated and very sad. It looked like my Christmas wish had not come true, after all. But I liked that tree, and I decided to leave it there for a while. Days passed, and the new year came. My little tree still stood there, a seemingly defeated symbol of hope for reuniting with my child. He and I spoke by phone, and gradually I accepted that Christmas had passed, 
and that what I wanted hadn't happened. But then, several days into January, I got a phone call. My son was coming home for a visit, and it didn't matter to me one bit that it was after Christmas. I was over the moon happy and so excited to see him. And guess what? After he got here, he stayed. He moved home. He wanted to come home. I kept that little twig tree for some time after that. It represented hope. It reminded me that delay is not denial and that when we take action in faith and hope, Jesus sees that. He is the way maker who makes a way when we don't know what to do. So here's what I want you to do. Find or create something that will serve as your symbol of hope and faith. Something that reminds you that delay is not denial and that even when it looks like your wish or your prayer didn't come true, that does not mean that delay is denial and God is still working on your behalf. Once you have that thing picked out or you create it, put it where you're going to see it every single day. Because this faith walk is not a one and done kind of thing. You have to renew your mind every day. You have to walk by faith and not by sight, even when it looks like your estranged child is not coming back. What it looks like in the earthly realm is irrelevant in the spiritual realm. We serve a supernatural God. It is not your job to understand how he is moving, but you must know and believe that he is moving. So what will your symbol of hope and faith be? Where will you put it to remind you each day? I would love for you to let me know by posting about it in the Facebook community. And if you've not joined us there yet, you can do it right now at estrangedmoms.community. It's a Christian space of supportive, believing estranged mothers, and it is a private group where you can share, read the experiences of others, and feel emotionally safe. I hope to see you there with us. Okay, friend, may the God of hope and the God of possible make you feel especially loved and held today. That's what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.